Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. You know, somebody asked me, they said, why do you prefer suits over dresses? I said, because I mean business. All right, Luke 12. Let's, let's go to verse 28. It says, if God so clothed the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is cast in the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And seek not that which you shall eat or what you shall drink, neither be you of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your Father, your heavenly Father, knoweth you have need of these things. But rather seek you the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. And this is the verse I want to get to. Fear not, little flock. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Fear not, little flock. Notice it doesn't say fear not multitude of people. It says fear not little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now what is the kingdom? What is the kingdom? Because the father, it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I don't know, but if you're a parent, there were times when you gave your children gifts that it was your good pleasure to give it to him. You know, like the laundry and the dishes and the, no. But anyway, it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Let's take a look at the kingdom. Go with me to Romans 14, 17. We're going to take a look a little bit at what the kingdom of God is. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not what you eat, it's not what you drink, but righteousness. The kingdom of God is righteousness. We saw this morning that part of righteousness is being without any sin, being clean of sin. It says it's righteousness, joy, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So now we know it is the Father's good pleasure to give you righteousness, to give you peace, and to give you joy. That's his good pleasure to give it to you. That's what he wants to do for you. Let's take a look at another one. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 4.20. It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So he wants to give you righteousness and peace and joy. What else does he want to give you? 1 Corinthians 4.20. For the kingdom of God is not in word. It's not in the words you speak, but it's in power. It's in power. It's not written word. It's in power. Now, there are words that have power. That is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not in word. It's in power. So it's the Father's good pleasure to give you power. It's his good pleasure to give you power. Now, let's go to the next one. Let's go to Luke 9. So now we know the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, and it's power in the Holy Ghost. Let's take a look at Luke 9, verse 1. Then he called his 12 disciples together 
And it gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. This is what Jesus gave to his 12 disciples. Power and authority over all devils. All of them. All of them. And to cure diseases. And he sent them, the 12, to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. To preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now, what is that kingdom that he's talking about? Go over to verse 6 and we'll see. It says, And they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel. The gospel. Jesus said, go preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. What's verse 6? And they departed and they went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So what is the kingdom of God? It's the gospel. You know what? That makes perfect sense because the gospel, where is the power? Romans 1, 16, for uh, those that believe the gospel, for the gospel is power. So where is the power? It's in the gospel. What is the kingdom of God? It is power. So now we know that the kingdom of God and the gospel go together. They're the same thing. Jesus said, preach the kingdom of God, and they preach the gospel. So the two are the same thing. Now always, always, what is the gospel? 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 and 4. The gospel is that Jesus died according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised again according to the scriptures. That is the gospel. So that is the kingdom of God. And you know what? It's the Father's good pleasure to give it to you. To give it to you. Little flock. You know, he's not talking about just the people that you see in the pulpit. He's not talking about just the music ministers. He's not just talking about the staff. He's talking about all of us. The kingdom of God is for all of us. It's for the smallest to the oldest, from the tallest to the shortest. It's the kingdom of God is for everyone. The gospel's for everyone. Let's go to another one. Let's go to Matthew 12, verse 28. Here's another thing that the Father is, it is his good pleasure to give to you. Verse 28, but if I cast out devils, this is Jesus speaking, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then what? Then the kingdom of God is coming to you. Then the kingdom of God is coming to you. So now we know the kingdom of God includes casting out devils. It includes it. And what about the kingdom of God? It is the Father's good pleasure to give it to you. It is the Father's good pleasure. He is happy for you to cast out devils. He's happy for you to cast out devils. You know what? You can be this big and cast out a devil. Do you know it says, it's, it's an interesting. I read this today. Smith, Smith Wigglesworth said it. He said, you know, the weakest is stronger than the devil. The weakest person in Jesus is stronger than the devil. He said, the devil's weak. He said, if you've got the kingdom of God in you, then you are stronger than the devil. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you one of the testimonies I have about this. I did not see it happen, but I was right there when it did. When we first came to Water of Life Ministry in 1985, I think it was. I came in 84. 85, my daughter was less than a year old. 
And she started having these, it started being very difficult to put her to bed at night. We are a laid-back family. We were a laid-back family. I'm kind of laid-back. My husband was laid-back. And it, it bothered us that to put her to bed was such a warfare. She would cry and scream and fuss. And we knew that wasn't her. And one night, my husband, just when we started Water of Life, said, you know what? I got to go pray for her. So he drug a chair into her room, and he started praying. He was new in this. I was new in this. So what if you're new in this? The kingdom of God, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's the Father's good pleasure that you cast out devils. You know what? He started praying. And he said all of a sudden her face changed. And he realized he was looking eye to eye with the devil. And the devil said, you can't cast me out. And you know what he answered back? He said, you're right. But Jesus can. And you know what? With that word, that spirit left, I didn't see that. But you know what? It was never a problem to put her to bed again. It was never a problem to put her to bed again. We'd put her in bed. She'd say, good night, Mommy. Good night, Daddy. And that was done. It was a spirit of torment on her. A spirit of torment. New Christians casting out devils. Why? Because it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to Luke 4, 31. And this is Jesus. And they came down to Capernaum. I'm starting in verse 31. And they came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. This was Jesus. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Do you see that? Jesus' word was with power. Why? Because he had the kingdom of God in him. And in a synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy thee, us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. You know, Dole has done this. I've done it. Others have done it. Speaking here from the pulpit and somewhere out there, all of a sudden, somebody screams. Hallelujah. It's the devil coming out because the kingdom of God is here. And it says, Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the fame of him went out in every place of the country round about. And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her. So first of all, he cast out a devil in the synagogue. Now he's healing Simon's mother-in-law. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now when the sun was setting... All they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him, to Jesus. And he laid hands on every one of them and healed them. And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuking him, suffered him not to speak, for they knew he was Christ. One thing I want to point out here, and Doyle pointed this out to me this last week. It really helped me. Notice, Jesus laid hands on the sick. He didn't lay hands on them to cast out devils. 
He laid his hands on them to heal them. He did not lay hands on them to cast out devils. He said, for they knew he was Christ. And when it was day, he departed after healing, after casting out devils, after speaking the word with power. It says, and when it was day, he departed into a desert place and the people sought him came to him, stayed with him, that he should not depart from them. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. What is he saying? The things that he just did, casting out the devils, healing the sick, healing the mother-in-law, were the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. I had an experience like this with Jesus had with Peter's mother-in-law. My daughter, I came home one day when I was working in the sign business. All of us had to work in the sign business and all of us worked at the house. I came home one day. She was in bed with a fever. She was sick, sick, sick puppy. I walked in. I talked to her for just a minute. She was holding a bucket. If that gives you any idea how she felt. I looked at her. I realized it was a devil. I cast the devil out of her standing in her doorway. I said, come out of her, you witchcraft spirit. Come out of her right now in Jesus' name. You know what? That spirit came right out of her. And you know what? Just like Simon's mother-in-law, five minutes later, the girl was up cleaning my house. Amen. Cleaning my house. Woohoo! Glory. It was worth it. Why? The kingdom of God was in our house. The kingdom of God had come unto us. You know it was the Father's good pleasure to do that. It's the Father's good pleasure to do that for you. For you. It is the Father's good pleasure to do it for you. Why did he send Jesus but to give you the kingdom? All right, last verse. Let's go to Luke 17. Verse 21, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. And how do you get it? By believing the gospel. By believing the gospel. Remember, the kingdom of God and the gospel are the same thing. How do you believe the gospel? You trust in that the Father sent Jesus and he died for you. You trust in that Jesus bore your sins. You trust that Jesus bore your iniquities, your infirmities, your perversities, your weaknesses, your fear, your poverty, your sickness, your pain. You trust that that's what Jesus did when he was on the cross. You trust that when Jesus died, he, his body was put in a tomb, but his soul went to hell for you. And he suffered in hell for your sin. He paid for your sin in hell. You trust in that. You hang on to it. And then you believe, you trust in, you adhere to that that sacrifice that Jesus made was satisfied the Father, and the Father said, that is enough. And he raised Jesus from the dead. And when he raised Jesus from the dead, you were forgiven. You were justified. You were sanctified. You were made whole. You were healed, and you were made rich. That is what you hang on to. That is what you trust in. That's what you keep your eye on. And when you do that, you will walk in the kingdom of God, and it is a father's good pleasure to do it for you. It is not the father keeping it from you. You are not believing. 
It is not the Father holding it back. You are not believing. You must believe and it'll manifest. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.